Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Adam Character on the ticket. It is time for the people's segment. So do me a favor. If you've not yet done so, call or text 402-464-5685. That's 402-464-5685 with your questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, or otherwise. And I'm going to get to them here in the next five to ten minutes. It is the people's segment. Also, before I forget, GELandscapesupply.com. Check them, check them out. Check out their website. Also, you can call them to get more info at 402 467 one six two seven as well characterchronicles.com is also live and i i always send my guests a thank you for joining me uh, i i'm lucky they always respond immediately thank you had most of them say they had fun in fact they've all they all say that so far mike was like hey man i had a great bill bush story in my back pocket and i'm like oh i didn't know that so next time he comes on bill bush you're on the docket i don't know what that means but he's got a story about you and we're gonna have some fun all right it's time for the people's segment let's get to our first question a.a ron says adam do you think it helps us or hurts us more to start out with two away games against Power 5 teams considering it's rules first year? So I'm going to go to the second game before I address the first one. The second game is Colorado. We should beat Colorado. Okay, they have legit gotten rid of 4 billion players. Okay, and you want to start talk about starting from ground zero. All right, it shouldn't matter if we play them here or there. And I mean no disrespect. I know there's a little fun in my voice at their expense, but I don't mean disrespect. But we should be favored. And we should win that game, no matter where it's at. Now, you come back to Minnesota. This is a program. What was this? P.J. Flex seventh year. Okay? No matter where this game is played at, they should be favored. Doesn't mean they're automatically going to win, but they should be favored. And I get that. I respect that. Now, we'll see what my prediction for that Minnesota game officially is next week as we enter game week. It would be nice if the Minnesota game was at home. I will admit that. It would be nice if one of those two was at home. I think it's more about the opponent, though, than the location, if I'm being real honest with you. So I look forward to the Thursday night game, honestly, nationally televised. I like that. I like the fact that we're going to have 10 days to get ready for Colorado. Okay, they're going to have a measly regular seven because they play on Saturday, not on Thursday. So I think we've got a couple of advantages with Colorado. With Minnesota, you know, you never know what to expect out of teams the first game of the year. There are teams that I've seen that I, I don't know why this sticks out in my mind, but 2001 Oregon State, and I know they're awful now. Actually, they were a lot better last year, but I know that they've had some rough patches since then. But 2001 Oregon State, they finished number five in the country, throttled Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl, 41-9. to Okay, they had Ocho Cinco, TJ Hushmanzada, Ken Simonton, if you remember him as a running back, a lot of studs. I think it was their second game of the year, maybe first game. They beat Eastern, where the field is red, or a shade of red anyways, Washington, Eastern Washington, like 17-14. to so early games, you never know what's going to happen. And there's other examples like that, but just as a kid who grew up in the Northwest, that, that one sticks out in my mind because that's like the last time Oregon State's been really, really, really good, although they were quite good last year in all fairness. They don't have a conference to play in come next year at this point in time. But that's a topic for another day. So for me, I think the opponent matters more than the location. It would have been nice if we had Minnesota at home, but it is what it is. All right, next 
question. Unnamed texter says, Adam, thoughts on Charlie McBride's comments on his thoughts on giving out the black shirts. Basically, it's more about the guys that brought it all, uh, brought it all week other than carrots for gameplay. Okay. So if you know what Charlie said, he basically talked about it was more of a reward system rather than carrots for gameplay. So it was interesting because for a long time, black shirts were handed out and the defense was so good. There was never a, a question about whether they should have black shirts, not have black shirts. When should they have them? Should be taken away? Have they earned them? And then we hit a rough patch where the defense was a little bit up and down. I think starting 07, the year after I was there, after my senior year in 06, a little bit up and down. You know, and the questions started to emerge. And then I believe it was Bo Pelini that was the first one. They, they either took him away or didn't hand him out right away. And then that kind of opened the door for when should they be handed out? How should they be handled? You know, they'd only been handed out for like half a century, 50 years. But now all of a sudden we didn't know what to do with it. And it's tougher if the defense isn't playing consistently. And I will readily admit that. You know, Charlie made it more about of a reward system. And I agree with that. For me, it was always you hand it out at the end of camp, going into, the, into, into week one, into your first game. It was pretty simple. Okay. If you want to do a ceremony, if you want to hang them in the lockers and surprise the boys, whatever. It doesn't matter. Never been a big deal to me. But that was always the timing. Okay. And to me, it was always all the starters, unless there was just a guy who was starting, but just wasn't doing what he was supposed to. Maybe he was so talented he could still start, but didn't have a, the best attitude. I never personally saw that, but that would be the rare exception. And then usually a nickelback who comes in on third down and plays against spread offenses a lot. And, you know, it was usually about 12 handed out, maybe 13 at the most. And it was pretty cut and dried. There's all these questions around it now. And I, and I know Matt Rule and Tony White may put their spin on it now. And I respect whatever they're going to do. Uh, Tony and I actually chatted about the black shirts. He, he was curious what I thought about it, how they should be handed, handled, handed out, how many, all that stuff. So him and I have chatted about it. I'll keep that between me, him and me because I promised him I would. But I'm curious to see what they actually do. All right. And we got about a minute, maybe two left here. If you got any questions, send them in. 402-464-5685. You got about 90 seconds. All right. Last question that I can see in front of me anyways. Todd Frankie from Auburn. What is the realistic potential for the defense to hold up for four quarters against the run? No idea. No clue. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know what to expect from Nebraska teams the past half decade. And the defense... Again, I've mentioned I think they're going to be ahead of the offense, but it's a 3-3-5, brand-new defense. So I don't know what this is going to look like for four full quarters. I know Minnesota's you know, not quite going to be the 21-22 personnel offense that they once were. Really, it's just Iowa that plans on doing that this year with Wisconsin going to the spread. And Iowa may completely change their offensive identity so personnel like it used to be. So I'm curious about a 3-3-5 in general against physical ground and pound type teams and I'm curious how it's going to be against some of these different offenses that are kind of being brought into the Big Ten I'm just curious how baby Ferentz is going to try to keep his job and actually score points on offense this year and what's he going to do different is Cade McNamara really the answer I know he got banged up I believe he's going to be able to play this year I hope he is I want to beat Iowa at their best Black Friday in our house two years in a row I know I got off topic a little bit there, but it's because I don't know the answer to your question. And I, I could make one up, try to make it sound legit, but it's not how I roll. I am as curious as you are to see how this 3-3-5 defense holds up against a tough physical running game for four full quarters. All right, until next time, Husker Nation, go Big Red. And always remember to throw the bug.